You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Who is this? Prometheus is trying to bait me. I don't want to put the recruits in harm's way until we know exactly what it is we're dealing with. These killings are some kind of message that Prometheus is sending to Oliver. You got a to-kill list. Prometheus is saying you're the serial killer. Episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC triple shot, except this week a double shot on the CW. Glenn, I, uh, I'd i like to first apologize before we begin this episode of Flashing Arrow, because last week I had made it seem as if we would be reviewing an episode of The Flash this week. I did not actually bother looking at the release date for that episode. It makes perfect sense because Tuesday was election day here in the United States and they did not want to be crushed by uh, the election coverage. So they did not air a new episode. They aired a rerun, I believe, of the season three uh, premiere, the Flashpoint episode. Uh, So they will, I guess they'll be back next week. But uh, apologies, there's no Flash to talk about. Unfortunately, we have to start with arrow i hope that is okay with you sir i hope you don't mind i mean i'll try and make do i was disappointed did you think there was going to be uh did you think there was going to be a flash episode this week for some reason i just presumed there would be well you said there was going because i remember whenever you said it i think i had asked like are you sure with the election like oh yeah yeah totally doing i'm like okay that's cool Yeah, i did not look at the date and then uh and then tuesday and then as it was going on i was like oh okay there isn't one i mean i i was i wasn't really expecting it yeah um i was because i was just i did not look at the date i was dumb uh, I, the date, obviously, when I stare at it now, says clearly November 15th. But, uh, yeah, I was just an idiot. Apologies, everybody. <laughs> We're all idiots sometimes. Uh, let's talk about Arrow instead. That's how we're opening this episode, Glenn. Season 5, Episode 6. It's called So It Begins. And so this episode begins with Oliver, Diggle, and Felicity privately tracking Prometheus, who starts killing seemingly random civilians with throwing stars. Uh, A news report on the killings causes tension in the city and angers the recruits. Since they were not informed of this uh, covert op by Oliver, Diggle, and Felicity, uh, they quickly determine that they feel like they're the B team while those guys are the A team. Uh, Felicity steals one of the stars from her boyfriend to, uh, to examine. A pattern between the victims relates to Oliver's list from when he first started out. 
This further angers the recruits, Evelyn most of all, as they did not know about Oliver's kill list from when he first returned, and they just realized they were working for a serial killer. Although the show never necessarily painted him as that, but if you think about it, he really kind of was. Uh, Felicity uses... Yeah, it was really odd that they like kind of just threw that out there, because like you said, never really thought about it. And then it's like, oh but yeah, you know, he's he totally very, like a monster. He was, he was very dexterous in that way, that he was killing people, but they were bad people. Yeah, well we saw of... him on the island, we knew why he did what he did. Yes. Uh, Felicity uh, uses the pattern to predict future victims, and the team splits up. Evelyn encounters Prometheus on a subway train and engages him, managing to cut his arm before being overpowered. Oliver then arrives, but Prometheus escapes. Meanwhile, Thea discovers that Quentin, uh, Captain Lance, never quit drinking. He's still a drunk. Uh, Evelyn reconciles with Oliver, and Felicity tells her boyfriend that she works with Green Arrow which intrigues him. More about that later. I have thoughts about that whole thing. She later tells Oliver that uh, the evidence she has discovered suggests that Prometheus could be an SCPD officer because the throwing stars appeared to be made up of melted down and reformed tips of arrows that Oliver has used in the past to kill victims from the kill list. And those arrows would have been in evidence. Uh, then we are shown Quentin Lance waking from an alcohol-induced sleep where he has a slash across his arm and a throwing star in his possession. And in flashbacks during a Bratva operation, Oliver is abducted by Kovar's men and finally meets Kovar face-to-face. Uh, so what are your thoughts on So It Begins, Glenn? Like, uh, we're just going to work our way backwards. Okay. Um, kind of mix it up. Uh, Is Lance really Prometheus? I don't know. I I thoroughly love the fact that uh, Dolph Lundgren was in this. That was awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I saw that it was Dolph Lundgren, I just... I was so happy. As, uh, what's his name? Uh, bu- 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 Kovar. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I love it that we always use the Swedish guy to be a Russian. Uh, <laughs> Close enough, Glenn. Close well, it's enough. just like Peter Stormare is always used to be a, a Russian or a German. For it is American, also Swedish. For our American <laughs> sensibilities, that is close enough. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, which is weird. Axis and allies, they're neutral. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> it was just a... Uh... So yeah, that happened. I thought that was kind of neat. I was glad to see him in it. I didn't mind the flashbacks. They're actually kind of okay. They've been pretty okay this year. I mean, because uh, Anatoly's awesome, especially when they're making a bomb. And now Dolph Lundgren. I mean, that's pretty Yeah, good. now Dolph Lundgren. Like, now I got something to look forward to every week. Uh, and then, yeah, the whole Lance, I, I, I don't care either way. Yeah, same. Well, I mean, I care. In the if, comics, no, he is not. <laughs> I mean, I care if he's, I care if he's Prometheus... Uh, and he's not being like I don't care if he's being set up or if he's being controlled somehow I care if he's not any of those things and he just is Prometheus and then I'm going to question where the fuck he got all these fucking ninja skills from all of a sudden and he's like such he's like in this elite killer like he's never been shown to be any of those things before well no while he was away with Felicity's mom he got programmed ah 
He's a he's a sleeper agent. Yeah. Yeah. So he's being controlled. Yeah. Um. <laughs> let's talk about Billy and Felicity. Okay. Yeah. So Billy works for the SCPD. Yeah. Happy go lucky cop. He's an. Officer. I don't think I've ever seen that before. He's an officer of the law, and uh, Felicity steals the uh, a throwing star so that they could analyze it, and she talks to Oliver about how that probably makes her a criminal what was stealing evidence directly off of a police officer's desk no not probably oh yeah well as billy points out not probably definitely you're a criminal but then she's like well i work with green arrow and then he just fucking fanboys he's like okay i mean you're a criminal yeah but what's green arrow really like does his voice really sound like that all the time don't worry you're not going to jail i'm like what the fuck dude you're a cop like, you know she stole stuff. You know it's against the law. You refusing to arrest her? That's also illegal. You're a criminal now, too. This is ridiculous. It was a ridiculous mindset. Yeah, no, it was, it was really stupid. But this show does that. He was just like, I work for Green Arrow. And he's like, oh, fuck. Forget about the criminal stuff. You just do whatever the shit you want. Tell me about Green Arrow. I'm such a big fan. Uh, yeah, they completely erased consequences. It was weird. They were the, like Marvel for this episode. Well, I mean, they erased consequences when Felicity like <laughs> killed a whole bunch of people with a nuclear bomb, <laughs> and it all gets erased like in one episode, and then comes back for one episode, but then gets erased again in that she one. She is choosing to use her privilege. Yes, <laughs> I think Felicity might be the real villain of this show. Like she, yeah, just, she really she's is. She's clearly using her charms and her connections to get away with horrible, horrible oh, yeah. well, crimes. Oh yeah, we find out she's like, uh, oh, what's that? That Wonder Woman villain that's a that's a sorceress. Oh god, what's her mm. name? Cersei. Sir. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah, I think it's something along those lines. Is it Cersei? There's a Cersei in Game of Thrones as well, but. Yeah, no, because it's it's whatever the like the uh, the island of the nymphs. Mm-hmm. It's whoever that whoever that leader is in the Odyssey is is who that person's supposed to be. Um, do you have about any- the sirens drawing them there? I want to say it is Cersei. Uh, yeah, C I R. Yeah, C E Cersei. Yeah, uh, you're correct. Uh, so yeah, anything else to uh, anything else to add? Yeah, yeah. How about um, how about we quit talking about how far Oliver's gone? Because the more you say it, the more he really hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I mean, he did come. Well, the man before little... wouldn't ask that question. Okay, that's one thing that's different. He's reverted back to killing as a measure of getting yes. the job done, which he even admitted. He's isolating his team uh, after having you know built up one. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's totally the same guy. He still ditches his secret service, uh, his yeah. bodyguards. He still ditches them. Like, no, no, he's the same guy. Like, nothing has changed. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you're, you're poking holes in this episode. I didn't think it was all that bad, but the more I think about it, it wasn't that good. It was no, it was just, just really annoying. I, yeah. It was better than last week. Yeah. Yeah, it was better than last week. So what we say last week was like a two... I gave last week a two and three quarters, maybe, or a two and a half. I don't remember. Something along those lines. It was not uh, a glowing review. Uh, I gave this week's episode a three. Yeah, I'm going to say like two and a half. There's just so many things. Like, the, the the Billy thing. Oh, my God. To be fair, this did get Dolph Lundgren points. So. Yeah, no, yeah, that's why it's two and a half. Um, 
and the bomb thing. I just, I, I'm. <sighs> hey, we got a bomb in the next episode as well, sir. I just, I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, season five will be the last season. It's probably not. I mean, according to Aaron, we dropped the wrong show. I mean, maybe we have, but this is an integral show to the to the other DC shows. Whereas Gotham is not integral to those. Yeah, I can say they call it the Arrowverse, and they really shouldn't at this point. By the way, uh, we were correct in our assumption about the title of the four-episode mega crossover, um, it, and they confirmed it as much. They didn't go into detail, but they did confirm that this superhero team-up is basically superheroes versus aliens. So it's probably the Hawk. Even one of the heroes is an alien. <laughs> Even though one of the heroes is an alien. So they're going to fight Supergirl. Uh, oh my god, yeah, they could do that, because then they'll just have Power Girl. Oh my god, they yes. Did, by the way, they did say heroes versus aliens, and when they did say aliens, I'm pretty sure they had a shot of Supergirl, so... Uh, maybe she maybe she is taking the aliens. She's like, hey, I'm with these guys. Screw yeah, apparently they got Parasite going on in Supergirl. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I still haven't talked to her. I'm, I'm recording with Aurora tonight to take care of our shows. And uh, I will I will speak with her on the status of the the Supergirl podcast because uh, it seems like uh, I'm and I'm just looking for confirmation I believe it seems like they they might just have too much going on they're not able to keep up with the show to to keep the show running so I'm we're far behind hopefully what happens in the invasion episode uh, the four episode crossover isn't tied into anything else that's happened on the show this season because I have not. Uh, I've not kept up. I've I've seen all of the first season, but uh, I've not watched uh, anything from the second season yet. So uh, I will uh, I will wait and and hope that there is nothing tied into that first episode. Although something I I presume that first Supergirl episode is just going to be um, a standalone Supergirl episode, and something at the end happens because she mm -hmm. has to be dragged into the the Flashiverse or the Arrow. Oh, Rip Hunter shows up. Does he? I don't know. That's actually that's probably not. That's where he's been. He's maybe been in a different timeline. Maybe that'd that's be where he's really at. cool. That actually would make some sense. Wait, well, let's talk about the show that Rip Hunter is usually on instead. Let's move <laughs> away from Arrow. Let's talk about. Have you season. have you seen his name in the cast? Because every time I think about it, it's past, and I'm like, well, I'll just watch it when it's. I'll just go back to the beginning when I finish this episode to see if his name's in the cast. And never then I noticed. Don't. I never think to look. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been quite a few episodes and we haven't seen him yet, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, if he's still part of the cast, does his name get put on there, even if he's not in any of the episodes? Mm -hmm. They did it with Kate Cassidy. She was on the remainder of the series, of the season. Oh. Hmm. I wonder if it counts because they bring up her character. I, I don't know. I don't know what their excuse is, but... Uh, they took Stephen Yoon's name off of The Walking Dead when they pretended he was dead the first time. They actually took his name out of the credits. Well, see, they did that on Lost as well. Yeah, even though his character wasn't actually dead, to try to fool fans. See, that's smart thinking. I guess, but it, I guess which is weird because you have to like go through the guild to be able to do something like that. Because that was like the yes. big deal with Breaking Bad on Ozymandias. They had to like get permission from the guild to to not give the credits because you have to do it within like ten minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I, uh, uh, I unfortunately like I saw like right through it. It's like oh well they took his name off to try to fool you, but we all know that he's really not dead. 
Uh, so it didn't really work on me, but uh, I have superhuman TV watching eyes, and I'm just used to all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the trade. Yep. Uh, let's talk about season two, episode five of Legends of Tomorrow. It is called Compromised. 1987. Rex's killer is here. You should never interfere with history. Get ready to move. There's a bomb on the premises. invents a device that can predict aberrations and it shows one is going to occur in the year 1987 during the signing of the INF treaty while Nate and uh, Amaya go to the JSA training center to seek help the rest of the team infiltrates the White House where they spot Damien Dark working with Reagan we knew it Glenn that's why Reagan was is not as revered as as many would hope he would be. He was working with fucking Damien Dark. We should have known. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't. Uh, and, of course, naturally, you say Damien Dark. I say Sarah Lance tries to kill him. Uh, <laughs> so they, this, is, this is their plan. The team is forced to escape. Meanwhile, Nate and Amaya learn that, uh, who is it, Todd Obsidian, right? He is yep. the only surviving JSA member. The others were killed during a mission after World War II. Uh, Ray and Mick are eavesdropping on a secret meeting between Dark and a KGB agent, who may or may not have been Vladimir Putin. Uh, although he didn't look anything like Putin, but... <laughs> well, and he also got murdered. He also did get murdered. Um, when a young Martin Stein interrupts the meeting before Dark stabs him, because of course he walked in on a meeting he was not supposed to see, causing the same injury to Old Stein. Uh, the team brings the young Stein on board the Wave Rider and manages to save them both. The team also attends a state dinner, spots Dark, and follows him to an underground lair where he exchanges a CD-ROM, the latest in technology. Uh, Just that kick-ass CD-ROM kick-ass CD-ROM for a box uh, with something inside it. Um, he exchanges, exchanges these things with the KGB. Do we Ray, ever see what's in the box? I don't recall ever seeing what was in the box. Me either. Uh, this is all the while Ray is diffusing a bomb that Dark has left up in the state dinner room uh, and he has to do it well. Dis- the only way to do it, it involves dismantling Lenny's cold gun. The others interrupt the deal uh, instead of attempting to kill Dark, Sarah decides to tell him about his failure in 2016 before Eobard Thawne abducts him. She manages to steal the box, however, and then Thawne and Dark leave 1987 together, traveling through the times. Uh, what did you make of Compromise, Glenn? I liked it. Same here. Mick got to be Mick again. Yep. He hates the 80s. He hates, I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> to me, the to me the best McRory moment in this, by the way, was when he was talking about Captain Cold. And 
basically admitted that thinking about him brings up feelings, but because McRory is McRory, <laughs> he could not physically say the word feelings. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. That's Mick. All right. Uh, oh, really? Because my favorite moment was <laughs> there's 15 seconds left on the bomb, and he's like, oh, well. Oh, no, that was the best and moment. He just, he just sits back and starts eating like a, a like donut a, or an eclair yeah, or something. Yeah, cream-filled donut. <laughs> He's like, if you're going to go out, go out in style. And he's just like, <laughs> eating the donut. But to me, like, it, it, what's what's better about that is he, in the past, he probably would have just left. But he actually is, he stays Same. and is willing to die with his partner. Yeah, he's like, become friends with Ray. Yeah, to me, like, that, that also, you know, as funny as it was, like, there's actual arc. meaning to that moment there's as like well. A, yeah, there's like a good mini arc. It started with him giving him the cold gun in the hopes that Ray might maybe kind of turn into an actual replacement for Leonard, like another Leonard, but he's not. And Mick realizes that by the end of the episode. And he's like, no, you've got to be Ray Palmer. You can science your way out of anything. And he realizes that he can't replace, he can't replace his best friend, but maybe he can have a new best friend. It just won't be the same as the old. Yeah. It was different. Isn't bad. It's kind of sweet. There's like a good mini arc, and I will continue to say that that scene was great because if you watch him, Ray is feverishly trying to dismantle this thing, and Mick is try. He's I, I thought this was brilliant acting. I it, to me, it felt like he was trying to eat this donut as quickly as possible so that he could finish <laughs> it before he dies. But he was also trying to, at the same time while eating it quickly, trying to savor it. Yeah, as he was well. trying to enjoy the moment. Yeah, and then when. <laughs> And then when Ray finally defuses the bomb and he looks at Mick, I feel like, it was never said, but I feel like Mick had this look on his face like, oh, this is like a double win. I got this donut and I'm alive. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, he would have been okay with either scenario, but he's really happy now that he's alive and has the donut. Yeah, yeah, it was... That's an was, awesome scene. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, also, uh, I like the... Uh, JSA stuff, you know, with Obsidian and mm -hmm. understanding where she's coming from. And that oh, right, 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 because he, uh, Obsidian did not like, uh, was not a big fan of Vic. She thought, she, he thought that she had abandoned them. Yep. And at the end, he ends up taking a bullet for her. Yep. Uh, which was, uh, so, like, there was, like, a bunch of little mini arcs uh in this episode uh and i continue i know i think you said last week that you're not sure how you feel about nate like it's a fluctuating feeling yeah i feel the same way like there are times like when he said like when he referred to the cd-rom as kick-ass that made me chuckle uh but at, like other times like he's trying to be the funny smart like smart ass kind of guy and it doesn't always work for me but also like a goofball yeah 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 like it's a weird mix and it doesn't always work for me sometimes uh, so yeah, I, I now see exactly what you see. Uh, and that, Sorry. that makes, that makes, I liked his stuff when he was the metal guy and that guy shoots him in the face. Like that was, oh yeah, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I think they're, they're figuring out ways to use him, which is good. Yeah. 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 Or he stops for a minute cause he's about to smash a dude into like a thing and he realizes that <laughs> it's, it's like, Mary oh, Terry Tubman's cabinet. <laughs> no, I, th I think it was, Ma I think it was Mary Todd Lincoln's hope chest. I oh, think okay. What that's it was. what he said. And yeah. he's like, oh, God, no, not Mary Todd's hope chest. And then a dude just gets slammed through it from, like, off camera. <laughs> and he's like, well, come on, guys. 
Like he gets mad and then turns yeah. back into Steel Man and starts beating up people. And I like Sarah Lance's stuff with the. It's like immediately she's like, "I'm gonna kill this motherfucker." <laughs> like it was, it was yes. uh, <laughs> no holes barred. Oh yeah, I liked yeah. it. But then, but then she changed as well at the end. She opted not to kill him. Instead, she paints the Jesus, dark picture of that truth. was holy shit. She's like, your wife, I almost tinkled in my pants. She's like, your wife dies, and then things get so fucking grim in despair that you think about killing your own child before you yourself die alone and powerless. And the look on his face was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that was awesome. Like, she's like, you know what? I'm not going to kill you. Like, because she had asked Vixen, what would you do? And she's like, I'd arrest. Uh, she's like, what would you do to stop Rex's killing? She's like, I'd arrest him. That's what we do. We're the Justice Society. Yeah. <laughs> We're not vigilantes. Um, and like, I feel like, uh, I feel like White Canary found a, uh, uh, like a middle ground. She wasn't going to arrest him. She wasn't going to kill him either. She was just going to make him feel miserable by telling him the truth of what happens to him. Mm-hmm. And, and it uh, was funny because, like, as it's happening, you could be like, oh, no, she just ruined it because now he knows his future. Oh, not necessarily. He, he could yes. still do all the exact same things he was going to do. He could still end up in the same spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he's a supervillain. He doesn't yeah, realize. Yeah, we've all seen Matrix Revolutions. I, yeah, I stand here and I'm supposed to say <laughs> something. something. Oh, what do I say? <laughs> Um, oh, I see. Oh, it has a beginning, has an end. Neo. What? Neo. Oh, what? What I? <laughs> Can't believe we are quoting lines from the Matrix Revolutions. Right. Now. There are fleeting moments moments in the uh, of brilliance in those sequels. Oh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Like fleeting <laughs> moments of brilliance in storytelling and in action. It's just that they didn't, they didn't, they weren't cohesive enough to make. Oh. A solid performance. Then I, I just love Hugo Weaving. And Hugo Weaving is great. Yeah. Um, although I, I am torn. I, I, I'm, I don't know how you feel, but I was not a fan of his maniacal laugh scene in the Matrix movie. Uh, I thought that was re- redonkulous, <laughs> even for those movies, where he just he does the slow. I mean, he did it awesomely. Like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna do a maniacal laugh, you start slow and build up, and then it becomes ridiculous, and you Wait, go over the top, one? and he did. In um, I, it may be Matrix Reloaded. I, I can't remember which one it is, but it's the one where he's with the Oracle in her kitchen, and he just starts. The yes, movie. yeah, it's Reloaded. Yeah, and he just does the the maniacal laugh, and he he does he does turn it up to eleven with that maniacal laugh. But I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and then they all laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it is, yeah. Reloaded is the one where he. No, 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 no. It's Revolutions. Revolution is the one where he takes the Oracle. So yeah. 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 Uh, we're talking it's the about different that. actress. Well, that's that's uh, that's what we used to make up for the Flash this week. Everybody, we talked about the Matrix sequels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we liked uh, we liked Legends of Tomorrow. Oh no, I I, I really did. I thought it was great. Yeah, this uh, they made up for last week, which was not not their best effort. Uh, what would you give this week's episode? Like four and a half. Mm-hmm. I gave it four and a half. This is a winning episode, everybody. Yeah, it was great. Like you said, just the small things. The small things is what they got right in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just happy that they did, like, three mini character arcs in this episode that all seemed pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of like uh, like what was going, what happened in the first season. Well, even, we didn't even talk about it, but, like, Stein, you know, you know, t- telling his younger self to love his wife. And oh, I guess there was, like, four of them, with yeah. his wife. 
I mean, yeah, there was there was good stuff in this. Everybody had something to do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was kind of... I think the reason why we're not focusing as much on, like, Obsidian and Vixen and Stein and his wife, uh, those are kind of similar... Um, I mean, everybody kind of all had similar realizations on their own, but they were, like, the two most minor of the arcs. I think uh, the ones that were focused on most were McRory's and Sarah Lance's uh, development, but... Uh, yeah, so there was like a there was some... yeah. Vixen could have like a a similar art to like Captain Cold, where she's always like mm-hmm. you know her storyline's always like side C. Yeah, and then but over her arc, we're like oh wow, she was in a way kind of one of the leads, like a key yeah, like a key yeah. figure, and you didn't even notice it. Uh, so yeah, good episode. Uh, we will be back next week. I promise. I'm going to look right now. <laughs> Yes, we will be back next week. So is the Flash going to be... Oh, you know what? So probably what they're going to do to balance it out is Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow will probably be off during Thanksgiving week. And that's how Flash is going to get caught up. Yeah, they'll have like a week off or something. Uh, But at least for next week, I can promise you that there are, in fact, three episodes. And Glenn and I will return to talk about them including, for real this time, Season 3, Episode 6 of The Flash, called Shade. Well, what if one of them doesn't air? So what, what movie should we should we insert for, like, a, a two- or three-minute discussion? Uh, let me... I mean, we, it's, it's going to be hard to, to do something. Uh, Jurassic Park 2 and 3, I think, uh, is, what, is what we'll discuss. <laughs> Alan. Instead. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I, first thing that came to my mind was Pirates of the Caribbean, but yeah, I like the. Oh idea. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because there's like four pirates movies. Yeah, I mean, we'll like, have we'll have four. to save that for when it's just like one of the shows is on. Yeah, there's like four <laughs> Jurassic Park movies now as well, so I keep forgetting. Soon to be five, I'm sure. So, uh, although I have no idea how they can follow up the events of that last movie at all, but different park. We'll see, I guess. We still haven't learned our lesson. It's five movies, and we still haven't figured it out. Like they, uh, what Disney does, like they have Disneyland France, Disneyland Tokyo. <laughs> Taiwan, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic, Jurassic Australia, which is going to be a real thing, hopefully. Incredible. Uh, Jillian, get to work on that. Um, so, yeah, uh, for real this time, Season 3, Episode 6 of The Flash called Shade. Uh, season five, episode seven of Arrow, called Vigilante, and season two, episode six of Legends of Tomorrow, called Outlaw Country. Outlaw Country.